So believe it or not, I've actually started the podcast now. So oh, delightful! Welcome to some show episode. Well, in keeping with uh, in keeping with tradition, I've forgotten to check what episode before episode seventeen. Fantastic! I'll edit that in post. You remind me, fake sound engineer guy whose name I can't remember because it's been so long. You got it. <laughs> he has a voice now. Ah, oh, good idea. Um, it's the first podcast I've done in a while, as you long term listeners will know. <laughs> Talking to you, Guatemala. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if they'll come back. Like all the obscure countries, I've sh- I must have shown you, talked to you before about the obscure countries that come. A couple out. of them, yeah. Yeah. So I just wonder if they're like sitting waiting, and then they're like, <gasps> finally. Oh. I'm trying to think of a language I could do there, and I forgot them all. Okay. Yeah. Some show. It's back, <laughs> and we are back uh, with Jack Gall in Korea. Although Jack's not here for long, you leave on Monday. Yeah, um, very, very short time left, and, and I have to admit, my one year here has gone by very quickly. Oh, so serious. Okay, yeah. No, <laughs> that wasn't serious. But yeah, it does fly. Yeah. Seven months in, and I just feel like the last four have been a blur. I'm just like, stuff happens. Definitely. It's cause, I think it's because you live for the weekend so much. Like, I don't do anything during the weeks. <laughs> Recently, yeah. I haven't even been doing podcasts, and now we're back. So... Let's jump into some news. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Who should start? I'll start because I am the host. Very well. This is my show. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I will begrudgingly allow it. I'll let you choose. Okay. Uh, Between a story about cows, social Mm -hmm. acceptance, Mm -hmm. a Mm singer-songwriter, and we'll leave the others for later. I'm going to have to go with uh, the bovine story. The bovine story. So... This is from the Star Phoenix newspaper, so you know we're going to get classy now. Of course. Uh, police in uh, in Quebec? Is that Quebec? Whatever Q-U-E is. Is that Queensland? Something. Something mm. American. Um, are searching for a group of ca- four cows. Okay. Four cows. A gang of four cows. Right. After $1,000 in damage was done to a BMW. Police said a man got up at 6am and noticed the cows were congregating around his wife's car. He said there were some severe drooling and scratches in the paint <laughs> and mirrors. One of the mirrors was nearly pulled off. By the time the, cow- the-, the police got to the house, the cattle had fled the area. Now, in fairness right. to the police, the owner of the cows could receive a small fine for not keeping his cows in check. Understandable. I just love <laughs> the thought of some kind of CSI room, like, we gotta find these cows, Murphy. They're out there laughing at us. You think I want a fucking hamburger laughing at me? And then they have the dramatic interview with the victim, and he's like, he just kept mooing, just and licking and hitting it. I just love the thought, I just love the thought as well, that you could, like, go for, like, a kind of race kind of, you can make topics about race, because, like, when they're arresting the cows, mm-hmm. like insults like hamburger or steak could, could be like <laughs> buzzwords. And you could have like the cow, like the cow representative and the like the police force is like, no, it's not okay to use words like that when we talk about the bovine community. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this needs to be a thing. <sighs> if anyone wants to uh, fund this, I'll set up a Patreon called www.patreon.com forward slash uh, CSI cows. Now, it's going to be tricky finding proper cow actors, but... Cow, yeah, but we think... If you scout 
far enough ahead. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like if we get enough patrons and enough money behind us, we can go full CGI. That's on the people, not the cows. Oh, of course, yes. It'll we can't... be like, imagine like who framed Robert Roger Rabbit, but instead of people in <laughs> cartoons, it'll be real cows and badly animated people. I like it. <laughs> it's a solid choice. It's the sort of thing that could get picked it, it up. It keeps the genuineness of those evil gang of cows yeah, yeah. in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. I mean, like, cows are scary sometimes. Have you seen that photo of, like, a field at night? There's a torch and you just see the reflection of the evil devil fucking cow eyes. No, but that sounds horrifying. Oh, it's absolutely horrifying. Sheep, it happens to sheep as well. And most animals. Alright. <sighs> Did you live really... near any farms growing up? No, I lived in... Livingston is known for one thing and one thing only, and that's the shopping centre. Ah. Right. Can I, just have a, I need to get this, have a little... I've not done this in the podcast before, but if I've done this to any friends who listen, then I'm sorry. But we have three shopping centres beside each other. In uh, Livingston, and two of them rebranded. The local word for the that area is the centre. So the clever men on the board of those two shopping centres decided to rebrand together as the centre. And what's the third one called? Oh, Livingston Designer Outlet. It's a fucking outlier. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> but, so the, the, the other two are just both called the centre? or Yeah, and they're linked together now. Oh. Interesting. They were previously called the Almond Vale and the Elements, and now they're just the center. I like the old names better. Yeah. Well, the problem with the old names was the Elements was meant to be like it got re- it, it suffered a lot from like hype. Like everyone was hyping like, oh, the Elements is going to be rad. They had an upstairs area mm-hmm. which they called the Winter Garden, which we were t- which we were told would have a bowling alley, a cinema, all this cool shit. Really, there's one sandwich shop. That's all that the Winter Garden is. And there's still a sign up that says, you have to be at least 14 to enter the Winter Garden. Which, A, I don't know why you set an age barrier on a sandwich shop. Right. And B, there's one really low age barrier. <laughs> oh, no one no one under 14 here here. We don't want to muddy the waters of maturity. I can only hope when you write your autobiography and talk about the first time you felt the emotion of terrible disappointment. <laughs> it was the Winter Garden. It was the Winter Garden. And this is such a good name as well. The the, the Winter Garden of the Elements. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't expect a fucking subway. It wasn't subway. But for the sake of our multicultural listeners, I thought I'd use a well-known sandwich brand as opposed to O'Brien's. Oh, that's appreciated. Thank yeah, you. No I can worries. relate more. And yeah. so can some of your listeners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have You're welcome, Guatemala. Yeah, Guatemala and... I think so- Pakistan? Do they have sub? They probably have subway. Pakistan maybe have subway. In, yeah, Islamabad. Islam's bad. Jesus, right? Okay, on that racism, we're moving on. Gotta work on those links. You know what's funny? The delay made it a better joke. Fantastic. The delay when I decided it was just shit enough to make it in. That's the thing. Okay. I think we've reacted as much as possible to that one and a half paragraph story. Well done. Here we go. All right. Uh, let's see. We've got three choices. Um, either boy band member does something, does a horrible mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, Vladimir Putin's uh, counter to the gay pride flag or... An accident involving beer pong. What country is the boy band from? I believe... Uh, actually, he's from Glasgow. Oh, perfect. Cool, that one. 
Alright, let's load that up. Scottish pride. Okay, so... The singer in a boy band collapsed after suffering from heat exhaustion during mm-hmm. a plane journey after wearing all of his clothes in an attempt to avoid excess <laughs> baggage charges. <laughs> James McKelver, a fine 19-year-old member of the five-piece Rewind. Oh, Rewind. Rewind. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break my usual rule of no sound during the podcast, and I'm going to open up YouTube and just search... YouTube, Rewind Boy Band. Sorry, listeners, if this turns into absolute garbage quality, but... Oh, Rewind Music, here they are. Scotland's newest boy band. Fantastic. They have... They have an Eminem cover. Will I get sued if I play that? Let's, Let's find out. I'll skip right into it. This is very boy bander so far. It it is. Now, if you'd like, I can continue the story with this in the background. So, apparently, McElver wore 12 layers of clothing after facing... Guess the charge for an extra bag. Probably like 50 pounds. 45. Oh my god. Yep. You know, you know what one of the worst things is. Hmm. As soon as you read the details of this story, I instantly thought, "No, I've considered doing something similar." <laughs> <laughs> Literally, uh, I recently had my kilt posted to Korea, uh, but because it's quite heavy, so I couldn't pack it in my bag. But right. I did consider wearing my kilt to travel to Korea to save on baggage weight. So, what was his name? Liam. Uh, last name was. McElver. James. 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 Oh, sorry, James. Mm. Oh, how do I not know all the members of Rewind? Jeez. I'm there's, such a bad Scotland's fan. number one boy band. Hey. Uh, my apologies. My ignorance is showing. I mean... What I, is the number one? I don't know, but I feel like I don't want it to be what we just listened to. Fair enough. Um, so, apparently he became violently ill and suffered a fit. Uh, the, thing, the thing that really blows my mind about this is... Once you're on the plane, surely it's a trip to the toilet and you whip you whip some of these clothes off. Mm. Like, what kind of level of stubbornness do you have to be like, oh man, oh man, I can't get caught. I can't get caught with all these clothes. They'll charge me. They'll charge me for that extra bag. I have no Now, that is bag. the perfect voice because I was going to attempt a Scottish voice, but it would have been terrible. So oh, yeah. I'm just going to give Go you the it. quote right here. Oh, he's got a quote right Yes, quote. I'm going to do this first and then you Fair have enough. To do it. Oh, boy. Both quotes? No, just the top. Oh, one. there's two. I'm going to go for both. So, okay. I thought I was a goner and that I was having a heart attack, the singer told the son. The woman said either one bag went in the holder we weren't getting on, the rest of the band had gone through, so I couldn't give them any of the clothes. I was told I'd either have to pay a £45 fee to get it on the plane, get the flight next morning, bin the clothes, or wear them. <laughs> Tragedy. You can just do the first. Oh, Jesus. Right, here we go. Just All do right. the small one. Okay. I thought I was a goner, <laughs> and that's how I was having a heart attack. And the whole time, I was thinking of you, lass. You added that in the end. I did. And I'd like to point out that the more you freestyle, the less your attempt at an accent went. God you damn it. You kind of like, really horrific Scottish, and then you're like, I'm going to improvise, losing a bit of the accent. And then here comes the freestyle in normal voice. 
Fair enough. But what were his options? His options were pay a £45 fee, get the flight tomorrow, mm-hmm. bin the clothes, or wear them. Yes. And in case you're curious how much he wore, six t-shirts, uh-huh. five jumpers, oh god, three pairs of jeans, oh no, two sweatpants, oh, no. two jackets, oh, no. and I'm sure this is what tipped it over, <laughs> two hats. <laughs> You'd be surprised because your head vents a lot of heat. All right. Like, maybe that did help. Depends where he was going. If he was going to, like, Malaga and they were, like, caps, I doubt that was a problem. Nah. But... He went from, uh, Stansted, Essex to, uh, Glasgow. Oh, my... Oh, no, what, what? Why did he have that many clothes to pack? Not sure, maybe. And, oh, my... It was just on tour. Oh. Well, I feel like the life of a boy band dictates needing a massive amount of wardrobe changes. But what if it's a crap boy brand? Do they... The cap boy brand? Haha, <laughs> we'll keep that in there. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> but, uh. Money. <laughs> money, 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 money. Money. Commerce. I feel like this. I need a soundboard now. I can't tell how, like, full morning radio, like, gimmick I want to go. But not UK morning radio. That's usually quite, like. We don't do that shit. Okay, you're, you're decent. <laughs> I mean, there's still the jingles. It's like. 88 to 91 FM, BBC Radio, boop! Well, I mean, the tough part is those morning radio hours, they're just trying to kill time. And I've heard... (laughs) I've listened to a couple of podcasts where... Not going to plug them, not going to say which ones. But in which comedians have explained how they would do the morning radio uh, shtick and just... It's really awkward for them. They don't know the inside jokes. They can't really bring their humor in. Mm. And whenever they go to shows, they find that it's zero publicity. It doesn't draw anyone into their shows. Yeah. So it's more, it's more, and it's like the stereotype is, is like it's stuff like just two guys with weird nicknames like it's Jackie and the Weasel coming in W K K X Y Z. Yeah, like with that kind of like thing with like all the, like the dumb. Thing. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe if I get a soundboard, we'll go that way. I'll be like, hello, it's time for some show with Callum Taylor and a random guest. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God, no. You need the air horn sound effects, too. <laughs> MLG podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do want an MLG soundboard. Oh, I just need to, le- oh, I need to learn more about how to use my audio software. That's the <laughs> issue there. Okay. All right, I believe it's your turn. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Well, was there any lesson we could draw from that? I mean, just pay for the baggage fees. I mean, the obvious lesson there is don't wear six t-shirts, three pairs of jeans, five jumpers, two hats, and two jackets. I might need to consider that because I'm my airplane ticket home only gives me two bags, and I've got four suitcases. Oh, that's okay though, because those aren't bags; those are suitcases. Fair point. <laughs> just use that. Actually, argument. I might be really screwed over then because I have zero bags and four suitcases yeah. that were not paid for. <laughs> I'd love if someone just pulled that up. No, these aren't bags. These are suitcases. <laughs> That's not a bag. That's a sack. <laughs> or do you think sacks are like a subcategory of bag or are they own their their own distinct thing? I feel like they're a little simpler. Like they might have just a drawstring to oh, hold yeah, them yeah. together. Whereas a bag implies maybe a zip or button. Yeah. But not, not a button, one of those weird, like, pop studs. Yeah, and I feel like sacks, you would put stuff, either laundry or some other clothes, or if you were more of the 
criminal cow element. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Some doorknobs. Mm. What? For your mugging. What? You've never heard of this? Hit someone with a sack well, of it, doorknobs? It, normally it's a sock full of doorknobs. It's like a homemade <laughs> sap to like knock someone out. I get no. I get the. I get the. I get the whole like the effectiveness it, of it. I get. I I'm not questioning. I don't want to be hit by one. I was like, oh, well, that wouldn't hurt. No. But where do you get all the doorknobs? <laughs> my doorknob. <laughs> I mean, like, surely just like stones is easier. Surely, like, have you ever heard about what a mill mill wall brick is? No. I, I might get this wrong. Saying this now. We can we can have a review podcast one day where everyone corrects all my errors. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> one day, Callum. But, but, one uh, day. but a Millwall brick, I think, is like a lot of coins wrapped in a newspaper that you you, you then piss on to hold it together. Oh, and then it forms like a brick consistency, and you can beat someone with it. Okay. So because like thing, a lot of things were banned. Millwall's a particularly violent football, not a violent football team, but a team known with for a its violent, violent reputation. Fans. With for violent fans, and because so many things were banned from their stadium, the Millwall brick was developed because you couldn't say, "Oh, you're going to stop me bringing in a newspaper change and my own piss." Oh well, looks like the country's going to the dogs. Something, something breathes ingenuity. All right, I thought that was a dogs because I said country going to the dogs, and you said breeds. I thought you were going to. No, I just forget the whole phrase. So necessity. There we go. Necessity breeds ingenuity, and on that highbrow note, Mm. we are going to jump (gasps) into. Oh, into that noise. Mm. That's a soundboard, don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, sound engineer. You got it. <laughs> okay. Something about Facebook, ISIS, social acceptance, or <gasps> social justice. I just realised I've lost the social, social justice one, but I want to bring it back because I like that one. Um, I want to go with ISIS. I feel like social acceptance would be a nice... Feel good story at the end. Okay, right. Okay, so first, ISIS. All right. The world has suffered a tragic loss. Go on. Of the chief Islamic state of Syria and Iraq, ISIS. The chief singer-songwriter, Khaled Wasef. No. Known for penning such awesome jihadi hymns as Salin al-Sawarem and... Halomu, Halomu, O Lions of War. <sighs> According to his own bio, Salil al-Sawarim celebrates martyrdom and holy war with lyrics such as The banner has called us to brighten the path of destiny to wage war on the... Oh, I can't. I can't finish this. It's... I'm just like... I, I feel like I'm going to keep this one short. That's and fair. And you can shoot in yeah. afterwards, but I just feel like... Oh, I don't care that... The, that the crappy Ed Sheeran of ISIS has died. Yeah, I don't... I, I, kinda I mean, wanna, I kinda I'm kind of happy, just because the one thing that ISIS has been effective at is recruiting hmm. people that might be susceptible to their propaganda. I and really thought you were going to say the one thing ISIS has been good at is writing cracking jihadi hymns. Like, <laughs> have you heard Halomu, Halomu, O Lines of I mean, War? come on. It's fucking jumping. You can, the, the drop? Oh my god. The, so the line, I mean, I love hearing it when I'm at the club yeah, that the serves line, no alcohol. The line that's like, a sin. The line, the line that the line that comes in is something like, I, "I'm really bad at Arabic translation," but it comes in as something like, "And then infidels are burning, and we're banging with our virgins because that happens, right? To- that totally happens." Uh, and then the bass drops, and it's just like, "And we're banging with our virgins." <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. 
fantastic. But I, and we're deprived of any more. That's yeah, yeah. Bittersweet. Rest in not peace, Mr. Abu Hajar al-Hadrami. Oh, no, that's not his name. Oh, what? oh no, he's got two. Why do they have so many names? Okay, I get that they take, like, a Muslim jihadi name. Right. They're called, like, Bob. Mm-hmm. But his his first name was Maher Mishal, which this may be horrifically insensitive. All right. But that seems potentially Muslim enough. Like, no one's going to hear that name and go, oh, what a dirty, stinking Westerner. No, but... But, uh, Abu, but I feel like Abu he... Abu Hajar al-Hadrami? Anyway. I feel like he had to up his cred as he started yeah, joining yeah, the organization. When people said his first, his first, um, his first hit, Allah's a totally cool guy. That kind of <laughs> that plunged his street cred, and he really needed to. He needed. He, he needed, needed to, to rebrand. bring up his passion. He was yeah, very. Yeah. His that agent would be interesting. His agent was like, "No, the song was positive about Allah, and that was great. But you really, really kind of ruined it with the is a totally cool guy. So we're going for a total rebrand. We like your sound. We like your style." But we've brought in uh, Yusuf here to write your lyrics for you. <laughs> oh, the history. The history in that music is lost to us forever. And I, for one, don't care. I agree. Moving on. We're going to go for social justice now. Very well. And all I want to say is, people of London, rejoice and sleep safe in your beds at night now. Because a man who was abstracting your electricity has been taken out. This 45-year-old joker, joker, this Robin Lee is his name. What did this scumbag do? Oh, my God. So, Robin Lee was on the subway. And he thought, oh, no, my iPhone's going to die. And then how will I listen to such classic podcasts as Some Show, hosted by Callum Taylor on www.soundcloud.com forward slash some show. And while this may seem like adequate, and even laudable motivation for lawbreaking. No doubt. The heathen, and I use that he- word heathen entirely seriously, plugged his phone into the sockets for only cleaners. Some say, some say, don't, don't shit your pants. Now, hold on. Are you certain this man was not illiterate? Perhaps he did not notice the signs saying the sockets were only for cleaners. Irrelevant. Because it actually costs... Less than one pound to charge an iPhone fully for a whole year. So the amount of electricity he stole was so insignificant, he still wanted to insult our laws. And it's clearly illegal. Clearly. Obviously. Oh my God. When it says cleaners only, you know what you don't do? You don't plug your fucking phone in there. You stop listening to this podcast and then you come back. Please, please come back. But... (laughs) To tell a story. One of your <laughs> many esteemed listeners. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I need to stop doing that bit because I actually want to tell the story. Very well. So Robin Lee, charging his phone, was apparently told, <laughs> told to stop by a cleaner and then became a wee bit aggressive. So the police were called. He was arrested and then promptly de-arrested <laughs> for the offence. Why? Which, which was called... I think the police officers felt a bit like, uh, he only like charged his phone in a socket. He was de-arrested for the charge which is described as abstracting electricity. Not extracting, abstracting. Abstracting. Because if there's one thing we don't want our electricity to be, it's defined. <laughs> <laughs> but then Mr. Lee was further arrested arrested for unacceptable behaviour after he became aggressive towards the police officers. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, like. Well, I mean, put yourself in his shoes. Would if you were plugging your phone in and then a cleaner approached you and told you not to do that, what would your reaction be? I would say, oh, sorry, can I do it for like one minute? Look, I have one percent. Plea bargain a bit. Some show episode sixteen was just so good, and I can't wait for the next one. And naturally, he'll say, "Hold on, some show has a new." A new episode? So? And then the cleaner plugs their foot in beside them and says, don't worry, if you use my charger, it counts as a cleaner device. And then you'll high five and it'll be the best day ever. <laughs> so really, what we're trying to say is mention some show whenever you can to anyone you can. And if you can, please include the full URL. That's www.someshow.com. Oh shit, no it's not. Someshow.com's taken by someone who doesn't use it. Ah, Don't go to someshow.com. Boycott that site so I can have it. And then stop boycotting. Anyway... <laughs> I think this is one of those garbage podcasts where we just talk about... No, no, it's good riffing. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. We're having fun, and hopefully the listener is too... Okay, so the thing, the next part of the script says, Jack makes a joke about riffing, and then they go on to the next story, okay? So... All right, I, all right. I got it. Okay, so uh, uh, just, uh, just uh, turn to page... Page 42. 42. And, uh, okay, Jack, I think it's your, uh, your turn for a story. Well, all right, sure. Um, well, you still got two choices left. Do you want to choose, or should I just pick? Oh, guest choice. Very well. Um, we're going to go... Well, first, I have an innocent question for you. Okay. Uh, when you play drinking games, are you competitive? No, I, I don't care. <sighs> That's unfortunate. If, if, no, if anything, yes. I, I'm I'm competitive when means losing means you have to drink more, which is okay. almost any drinking game. Dire stakes, but yes. Because I don't, of, especially like when it's like downing something, mm-hmm. something large. It was like, have you like, I don't know who you, we called it Ring of Fire. Some people call it King. Circle of Death is what I yeah, call it. You down a pint glass of dirty pint, which mm-hmm. is just, no. Whatever everyone's having. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because remember, our pint glasses are bigger than the ones in America. Fuck you, America. Sorry. That hurts. Just, just on the that pint glass. That hurts the Budweiser's I've stashed in your fridge. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not big enough to be served in a pint glass anyway. Hey, yo! The CU did not have tall boys. <laughs> did not have them? tall boys. You call them tall boys? Yeah, those are we the big ones. We call them normal size. Oh. <laughs> Well, uh, I ask this because uh, I don't know how often you play beer pong, but um, have you ever deployed uh, distraction techniques? I mean, I've trash-talked. Like, hey, you, (laughs) bet you can't get that small ping-pong ball into this cup after bouncing it once or not having to bounce, depending on really what's happening. Not not bad, not bad. But not to diminish your intimidation tactics. Yeah. Um, this story actually comes from the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, nice. Indeed. Some hometown pride where... It's not about a gunshot. Wow. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Funny you should say that. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Uh, because... Oh, it is about one, isn't it? <laughs> Manus Shannon, 27, was playing beer pong at a 4th of July party last Saturday. Not two Saturdays ago. Mm. Uh, and he decided he wanted to distract his opponent... So he pulled out a 9mm semi-automatic gun <laughs> and waved it at his opponent's face. Oh my god. Oh my god, your system's broken. <laughs> it really is. Uh, um, so yeah, and apparently 
So if someone were to hold a gun to your face while you're about to make a shot, what would your natural reaction be? Look them in the eye and nail it. Ah, uh, that's <laughs> that must be where this opponent got it wrong, because his natural reaction was to push the man holding the gun away from him. And as he did so, the gun went off, um, striking the op- opponent in his finger, as well as a 20-year-old man in the shoulder. At least it was the finger, but also... Shoulder, and I'm going to have a beef with Hollywood here, shoulder's a really dangerous place to get shot. Because your lungs are there. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. How I'm currently I- gesturing at my body in confusion. Yeah, 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 no, this happened to me. Like, and then I saw, if you think about, like, x-rays, when you see, like, fuzzy stuff go all the way up to, like, here. Mm-hmm. That's important. Oh, my God. Oh Social God. media is leaking onto the show. Uh, I'm going to have to, uh... I'm actually going to have... I need to message this person. But no, uh... Thrilling podcasting. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, no, like, there's fuzzy stuff all the way up to your shoulder. And that fuzzy stuff is important stuff. Sometimes it's long, sometimes it depends on the person. All right. But, like, getting shot in the shoulder... And also, there's a shitload of blood vessels there. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like... People are like... Uh, I'd I get shot in the shoulder, probably recover, leave a cool scar. And who's to say not the shoulder blade could crack or, like, mm. go down into these mm. sensitive little organs, mm. whatnot. But anyway, back to the lighthearted story of beer pong firearms. Indeed, uh, this man uh, decide, was uh, charged with reckless discharge of a firearm. <laughs> discharge. No. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. the one time this, that word's been used on this show not to reference ejaculation. But... I don't like to well, de- I don't like to delve into like gun control into like serious things, and I know that's what America, fair. Gun yeah. controls. It's a it's a hot topic. It's a hot topic because of, because of all sorts of historical things, and it kind of like it's in our history. It's a very fierce debate. Yeah, yeah. Logistically, it just wouldn't be possible to get rid of all the guns. Of course, it would. Not quickly. No. Not not efficiently, but eventually. Like it was a case of if you're caught with a gun, you go to. J- I mean, you guys, <laughs> I know your war on drugs hasn't worked, but people at least hide their marijuana in, mo- in most states. Some of them are smartening up. But I don't know. This is, this is one of the reasons why I feel like I want to do, like, and this sounds like such a dumb thing to say, but mm. you know how, like, the icon on the sum show is blue? Yeah. Which is for, like, the lighthearted news and advice. I feel like I want to do, like, a sum show once a week that is either just me or someone else. Basically, do you, do you, ever, do you know who Dan Carlin is? Uh, Hardcore History. Yeah, and also his Common Sense podcast. Hmm. Which is like, and his, his would probably be way better than mine, but I'd love to do like something where it's just not punditry, because that makes it sound like I know roughly what I'm talking about, but just like an opinion piece. All right. Like a kind of like a verbal column. Oh my God, I'm totally, I might do that. We'll see. Then I can, mm-hmm. use, then I can use these mics more often. Anyway. You could I, even I like ask for feedback from listeners yeah, on it. I think I've kind of killed my buzz making jokes about that. So, to bring us back, we'll do one question, because we're 31 minutes in. And I feel like I want to break people in gently for a return to this awesome self-plugging show. <laughs> so, I'll do two questions. Warm up on first. Oh, actually, before we begin the questions, I actually had a nice anecdote to share with the last story. Uh, I've never actually had a gun held to my face in the middle uh-huh. of beer pong. But the worst I've had is a friend of mine in college, completely trashed, um, just whipped his dick out as I was trying to aim the shot. <laughs> Did he accidentally discharge it at you? Fortunately not, but he was successful in intimidating me, and I missed the shot. Um, oh, yeah. 
He apologized the next day. You should have hit him right in the jet's eye. With a ping pong ball? Yeah. Imagine how much that would break your... That would stop him doing it again. Can you imagine you whip your willy out? And I just remembered that Japs is a racist term. Ah. Huh. Think about it. Ooh. <laughs> and <laughs> someone explained that to me the first time. I was like, no, it's just talking about how the hole in the end of your willy looks like... Oh. Uh, Anywho, okay, question. Very well. Advice. Why doesn't my boyfriend like cheddar cheese? I love it, but he doesn't think it's that good. How can that be? Also, should we break up? Okay, to keep this short, because it's just our warm up question. Two sentences. Ooh, lightning round. I like it. Two sentences. Two from you, two from me. Very well. Let's see. Uh, Various people have different tastes. Mm hmm. What one believes is the best cheese should not prevent you from experiencing others' opinions. Okay, so, mine is, mine are, if you're thinking about breaking up because of a disagreement over cheese, break up. You two shouldn't be together. Number two, I really like cheddar cheese. Okay, (laughs) so, (laughs) so, Okay, final question. You can choose. It's a serious one. All right. Not serious. Like you can kind of talk. We can kind of talk about it. But okay, there's depth there. A poor sad sack who's just lost, or a girl complaining about her sad sack. Uh I'm up for depth. Let's go with okay. the first one. So my booz- my my muslim boyfriend doesn't want me researching islam we've been together for 9 months and we've talked about our future together he told me that if we were going to be together super long term i should think about converting to islam so we could get married without any problems from his family i decided the best thing to do would be to research islam for a while and get all the information i want i needed to decide if i wanted to convert later uh, I asked him a few times to send me something, some information, but he never has. He's never even offered to get me an English Quran. I went to a mosque once to experience it, and the people there were all lovely, and I really enjoyed it. I told him, and it made him really uncomfortable. It seemed like he was unhappy that I'd taken steps to get closer to his religion. I thought he would be happy if I was interested in a religion, but instead he seemed serious and put off. What does this mean? Deepest... Most serious question we've done. And I don't usually do these, but this is like an actual question. Yeah. And the way I... So I don't know about you, but the read I get from this is one of two things. Obviously, people would clearly say... Some people would say... Like, if you look at the responses to this girl on the website she posted this, some people are saying, like, all extremes. You have everything from people saying, Allah is guiding you to Islam despite your boyfriend and you should follow it. Not my personal opinion. Fair. Other people are saying the complete opposite. Hateful stuff like, uh, you shouldn't get involved with Islam because it's such a violent shit religion for women and your boyfriend doesn't want you to read about this before you like sign up mm. and like, give yourself to him. My, honestly, my take on it is, if they've been together for nine months and she's a Western girl with Western values, so let's assume they've... If they haven't had sex, there's been some degree of sexual intimacy. Of intimacy, yeah. You'd assume so. Not necessarily. Some people wait, but majority. I'm speaking of majorities. Either way, 
my take on it is, and I knew a lot of these people growing up who liked to uh, label themselves as Muslim, mm-hmm. but kind of treating their religion as, and I'm not, this isn't a, cri- a, a criticism of religious people, but treating their religion as kind of like a buffet table of sorts. So like, I'm going to so, so etern- take the eternal salvation and the eternal existence, but I'm going to pass on the no sex before marriage. I'm going to pass on the not being allowed to do the stuff I like, which I don't have a problem with personally. But if you want your girlfriend to commit to Islam, I think this guy's not as Muslim as he likes to think he is, hmm. and he doesn't want her to find out. That's what that's what I think it would. Be. All right, that's that seems like some pretty good insight. Um, otherwise, yeah, it does seem quite strange that he's so, I guess, sheltering her from a religion that he wants her to embrace. Mm. I mean, I understand where people are coming from when they say it's a bad religion for women, and I agree that it's a bad it's a bad religion to be in if you're a woman in Afghanistan or a woman in Pakistan. Not um, not some other Muslim countries, Indonesia, not as bad. No, still a bit dicey with some laws involving sexuality or whatever, but by and large, they're more tolerant of religious choice. Yeah, as compared to somewhere like Saudi Arabia or Iran. Yeah. But if you're a Muslim girl in the Western world, as a foreign, not a foreign girl, but as a Western girl with a Muslim partner who you then get with and marry and become Muslim yourself, I don't feel like you would have as much exposure to that side of things. No, it would, I feel like, I don't want to say it would be more moderate, but I would say... I would guarantee it would be more moderate. I, I, I think the transition would be much better than, say, if you were in one of those other countries. Yeah. So, I applaud her for reaching, reaching, yeah, reaching out for a religion that she felt her boyfriend was an important part of her boyfriend's life. Um, but I'm definitely a little puzzled by her boyfriend's reaction. My honest advice would be to have a talk with your boyfriend and actually find out how important. Maybe like the fact that he's reluctant about this. Maybe he wanted her to say no, and I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not. I might be wrong. But maybe he wanted her to be vehemently opposed to the idea of converting. And then after he said it, maybe he wanted her to say, well, no, if you want to be together long term, you have to drop Islam. Because it might be the case, and I'm not saying this is true or false, but in the same way that... He might be hesitant about staying entirely devout. Yeah, he, he might not want to stay committed to the religion and her, and like if she... Oh, I've just nudged my microphone. But if she says, no, if you want to be with me, you have to give it up. In his mind, maybe that's the reason. Maybe that's the justification for like leaving something you've done your whole life. Right. I mean, the other question is whether or not having her convert to Islam, is that a wish of his own? Or mm. is that a wish or an expectation set by his family? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think that's, that's, I think that's the most serious advice we've ever given on the show. Thanks. Uh, Thanks again, Jack Gull. No problem. Um, uh, fart Do jokes? you have a blog or anything you want... The Guatemalan person to maybe check out? Uh, no, I'm no, some fairly not active on social media outside of Facebook. Cool. Well, I won't tell people how to find you on Facebook, but thanks for doing the podcast. No problem. I had fun. I think you're the only guest to have listened to more than 50% of the episodes. So Shoot. That's a good one. And on that note, this has been Some Show. Once again, you can check us out at some, www.someshow. Ah, no www.soundcloud.com Thank you. Forward slash some show 
obviously you know this if you're listening uh the email if you want to submit feedback or any questions for our advice section is someshow1 at gmail.com i've been callum taylor this has been jack gall and bye